is you two singing the song One that line One Love we get to share it and it leaves you baby if you don't care for it so it's really with a heavy heart that I'm, I'm sharing uh, this message uh, and sending this out to brothers and sisters in Ukraine and hopefully leaders those in Russia who are able to still access media outside of this, uh, these state-controlled walls. I'm praying this message really reaches hearts and encourages people there. And uh, I don't know about you, um, listeners, but you know the heaviness of heart, the despair that I've experienced, the anger, the tears uh, as I've watched this invasion over these last 11 days. It's been deeply, deeply disturbing to me, deeply concerning and uh, to those I'm running about, and uh, you know, and the, the the feeling inside I've had is want to go and do something, want to want to uh, want to go and fight, you know. But uh, as I've prayed, I felt you know here's what you can do, and uh, you know I've contacted the embassy, contacted the consulate um, about you know offering some sort of spiritual help because. There is such a, a need for spiritual support as well as being physically rearmed, to be spiritually and mentally rearmed, uh, because it's a, it's it's of strategic importance in the battle for the minds, the hearts and minds of the population. Uh, I read years ago a quote from an author who wrote the, the Art of War, and he wrote the supreme art of war is to subdue your enemy without fighting. And the principle still taught at military academies uh, in preparing soldiers for, for battle, that the supreme art of war is to actually overpower and subdue people mentally. It, it's, it's like this, I'm overpowering you, I'm getting, I'm discouraging you so much that you actually have not got the will to fight, to, to, to steal your hope, to, to help you, to, to cause you to lose heart. To overwhelm and overpower you, so um, you know that these things are of strategic importance. The morally and spiritually rearming people to have to have uh, the, the courage to, to be filled with that hope and confidence. And uh, so, I I have uh, over the years I was led and guided to to uh, research the history of the AA, which is Alcoholics Anonymous, start, started around about nineteen thirty five. And um, where the influences from f came for that movement to start came from a group called the Oxford Group, which was a group that came out of Oxford University, the seat of academia in the UK, that was uh, impactful and world-changing, world-influencing movement that started by a guy called uh, Frank Bookman. And Frank Bookman um, basically introduced people to listening to God to honest sharing, transparency, 
humility. Um, you know, ch- changing life is how you change nations. Listening to God, a surrender to God. Um, you know, and and really, he really gra- captured the the these men who were so intellectually strong. He captured them. Uh, we 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 his life with the life that each you know just demonstrated to them that he had changed, and this then ca- caught caught these guys you know they, they caught the vision they caught they, they, they it set them on fire for these things. So F- Frank uh, in the run up to the Second World War was was going it's such influence in all these different nations Norway Sweden the states and the UK and. Uh, he he had been dialoguing with people from Nazi Germany, and they recognised that a great evil had overtaken this 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 leadership, and that the West had to prepare themselves. And he said that God gave him instruction, and uh, as he walked in a garden somewhere, to morally and spiritually rearm the world. And uh, that message. Uh, at the, that time in history, the worlds were rearming physically. They were rearming just like was happening just now. The nations were were forced, were motivated into action to rearm, to prepare themselves to resist the evil that was trying to advance and capture and conquer the whole of Europe. So, you know, the nuts and bolts of the, his movement was you know making them listen to God. To hear from God, to realise that He that they need Him more than ever in moments like this, and I'm amazed to read there's a free book online called Remaking the World, and and you you read these speeches from the thirties to thirties and fifties, and how influential He was in changing and, and influencing nations to to actually resist this this advance of this these ideas of Nazism. And um, preparing people to fight against it, so it was a tremendous, uh, tremendous influence. Um, you know this moral and spiritual rearmament, but at, at its core, he was empowering people to listen to God. There was fifty thousand groups in the UK actually mobilised people, like a, a military unit, all over the country to listen to God, to wait in God. And how important is this, uh, uh, especially for those in Ukraine, especially for those under the, the, the cosh of these missiles, the leadership in Ukraine? First and Second Samuel, there's nine times that documents David inquiring of God before he was uh, going to take action against his enemy. And, uh, you know, he, he didn't take one step, it says, uh, without consulting God. He listened... Instead of being provoked to wrath, he listened. Instead of being, you know, to rising to the challenge that some of the people I'm listen to, and you know this pride that comes forth about rising up and having needing strong leadership. No, you know he he never engaged in battle until he turned to God. There was a story that that uh, twice um, these certain a certain enemy came at him the same way. And he had get victory the first way after following what God told him. But he never just assumed I'll do it the same way again. He actually went and waited on God. And God told him, don't do it that this way. Do it this way this time. Don't do it the same way I told you. Do it this way. And it reduced this victory. Um, so, you know, I, I'm releasing this saying 
to to those in Ukraine and and you know for us that, that know these things how important it is to inquire of God. I'm so encouraged when I watched a BBC uh, news article and the presenter is actually showing you one of the Canadian chaplains is in there, the military chaplain was in this this, this temple praying. But one of the actual um, you know internal ministers, one of the government uh, members of the, the, the parliament uh, was, was in the church waiting for inspiration, waiting for guidance. You know, and that is so so important in in this uh, hour when when these when these assaults are coming, when these when this power is coming against you, trying to trying to overpower you, and overpower you for what reason? Because they're they want to spread their uh, kingdom, they want they want all their ideas. Now I know that that uh, in in the business I'm in, seeing hearts change, seeing lives changed. That you know when you look at Vladimir Putin. And I mean, he obviously thinks he's right. He obviously has got, you know, he's obviously got ideas that he believes in. But, you know, when you look at the, the Russian people and the oppressive regime, that, you know, it's not about West, you know, advancing their kingdom. It's about truth. It's about freedom. It's about people living in the, the, the life that God intended for them. And I, I happened to see a, a, a programme that documented a, an a Russian uh, researcher who was basically trying to find justice for his the death of his grandfather, who died in the Russian prisoner of war camp, uh, gulag camp, and uh, the, his grandfather had written a memoir of all these deaths, all these people, they were real lives, real people, all died, all killed horrifically in this culture. And the the grandson, the researcher now, is he's just trying to find he's just trying to find release. He's just trying to find a bit of healing. He's trying to pity the memory of his granddad. He's wanting to find a bit of justice, really. And he's going to the Russian courts to to get documents released that nobody can see except for the Russian state. You know, covering everything up, covering, hiding, hiding all the misdeeds of their past, so nobody can move on. No, no nothing, no justice can be done. No, nothing can be healed. And even in this, it was 2019 up to whatever it was, 2020, you know, they they, uh, they had this uh, case in court and blocked again. And you're watching that going, this is a regime that does not allow its people to, their hearts have to be crushed and subdued and subjugated, cover everything up, just pretend everything's fine, pretend this, this is, we're right. When it's like it, it, it's such an oppressive regime, and unfortunately, at, at the back of Putin's motive, you know, the, the motives clearly look like you know he's he's trying to he's trying to advance these kind of ideas, and the fellow Ukraine are saying we don't want that, we don't want to come back under that. That's why the the, the ninety odd percent of the refugees only fleeing to Russia, they're not going back under that regime, and so it, it's important to know and to hear. That the battle is on for truth. The battle is on to uh, you know for for changes of hearts. To listen to God, um, and like uh, I'm saying about David's example, you know it's so important that the 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 you know the, the Ukrainians are, in, are are hearing from God and been led by God through this and been able to resist the advance of this kind of ideology that's just going to bring the people into oppression under that regime. Um, one of Frank Bookman's, uh, one of his main convictions uh, was the fact that, look, 
how do you change a nation? Change, nations change from hearts being changed. And it's so, so right. Nations changed, change by hearts being changed. <laughs> he quoted this. Selfish men and selfish nations can drag the world to total disaster. A new type of man, a new type of statesmanship, a new type of national policy, that is what we instantly need. Um, he says, I learned this, that when, when men listen, God speaks. When men obey, God acts. When men change, nations change. And that, that's, which, that's what we're fighting for. I, I was writing to the to the embassy and the consulate, and I, I, remember, I, I was writing about the Declaration of Arbroath, 1320 in Scotland, where these this community of leaders and, and people in Scotland wrote to the Pope to recognise Scotland's independence, and basically said, look, as long as but a hundred of us remain alive, never will we, on any condition, be brought back under this oppressive re uh, rule regime. We're not fighting for glory. It's for truth we're fighting. We're not fighting for riches or honours. We're fighting for freedom. And for that alone, which no honest man gives up but, but with life itself. And, you know, it just echoes what's, what the Ukrainian people are saying just now. We are no, we are no surrendering to this. We are no rolling over to this. If even a hundred of us remain, we'll not be back, brought back under this regime, this oppressive regime. Can I just share also that you know how Japan's involvement in World War Two with, with with their attack Pearl Harbor and then their you know the 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 axis of evil they were termed as is their uh, unity with the Nazi regime and after the surrender and their unconditional surrender and and you know how life then went on how did life go on for them how did they reconcile. Frank Bookman's work was reconciling all these nations. And a delegation from Japan went to his centre, and this was with the active support of the Prime Minister, included members of his parliament, and uh, mayors from Hiroshima and Nagasaki, where the atomic bombs went off, leaders of industry, finance, labour. They came to this place where Frank was promoting the moral and spiritual reanimation. Their way home, they, they went to Washington, and then they were received in both the House of Congress and Washington, and in this unprecedented event in history, their spokespeople addressed both houses, apologising to the American people, and speaking of moral rearmament as the greatest hope for the future of Japan and the Pacific countries. And received they were received with a standing ovation from both the Senate and the House. They, they mentioned that they realised that Japan had caused great suffering through her pursuit of false ideas and false roads. They say, if we hope in future as a nation to show by our deeds that we have found a change of heart and that we can, can make a can contribution to the remaking of the world. Now, this is what we need to pray for for the Russians. God loves the Russian people and I know the Russian people when you see these heartbreaking videos of the, the, the young soldiers, they're under such a pressure. They're going, what am I even here for? What am I doing this for? Don't, they do not believe in what they're doing. You can see that. You know, and uh, and and that's what we need to see, that this, there's a people under these ideologies that are just forced to submit to it. They're subjugated. They're pressed into it. So we, we need to pray a change of heart for the leaders of Russia 
people, members of parliament, the, the members of the leaders in community would be their conscience would be so pricked they couldn't the the pierced of heart. The, the, you know, the, the, the hate and the fear, the selfishness and materialism that's talking about, you know, advancing and gaining this ground at the expense of people's lives is wrong. And uh, the fear that's keeping them absolutely subjugate, uh, subjugated and controlled by this regime would be broken and they'd be able to rise up uh, and, and demanding justice and demanding uh, righteousness and change of heart. So I've got friends that I've been listening to that are praying, praying for the 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 you know the, the Ukraine, praying praying over the the military, praying over the the, the leadership decisions, the, the high command of the the you know the Russians and the confusion to come into the ranks and the you know disruption and and the the you know these wrong acts. But my prayer today is an increased sensitivity in the leaders of Ukraine to hear God's voice. The people of Ukraine, uh, teams of people armed and prepared to hear God, to be led, to be to, to have... To, I heard uh, the President talk about that there are superpower and spirit. They're Ukrainian peoples. So we just declare that over their life. A superpower and uh, uh, hearing from God's spirit. Superpower. The, the, the Russians may be a superpower when it comes to nuclear weapons and warheads. But I, I pray over the Ukrainians that there are superpower and spirit, superpower and spiritual strength, and hearing God's strength, uh, voice, like David inquiring of the Lord before battle and and, and prevailing over their enemy, because they've heard God's voice, they've received His direct divine guidance. And we pray for supernatural hope and confidence, the hope that was that would be fought, that, that would be that the enemy seeks to overpower and steal and destroy. We pray that confidence, they they have the victory. They're no helpless, they're no victims. We praise you, God, that they, they are the victors in the situation. I pray in releasing in the Spirit, God, that supernatural hope would, would cause that momentum, galvanising them in heart, O oh God. And, uh, and Lord, that morally being rearmed, the morale, we pray against the morale in the Russian camps, God, that, Lord, when... when these these uh, young soldiers that are getting captured, and the the resistance they're experiencing, we would I pray that they would they would um, you know their hearts would be changing, their loss of heart, their loss of hope, because they just think what am I hoping for, what am I believing for? I pray you get them to question. I pray come coming for the top down, the leadership of the the Russian command there and the and the military would be questioning themselves, and uh, you know we we just pray God that that, that uh, their hearts would turn. Oh God, their hearts would turn, and there would be repentance. There would be change, uh, changes of hearts happening. That people realise, what am I doing this for? This is not an enemy attacking me. This is not an enemy. I'm, I have to, I have to uh, prevent from robbing and stealing and killing and destroying my family. So we just pray, oh God, I pray that in this 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 message to those that are listening, to the Ukrainian leaders and pe- uh, people that, that that would listen to this. We just pray that you, we are praying, we're standing with you. We're praying, we pray God's protection. We pray that angels of heaven, that no evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come in your dwelling place. For God's angels are uh, keeping and guarding you in all your ways. We thank you for supernatural protection over every one of the, the leaders, every one of the, the, uh, the, the, the brave uh, military men, 
uh, God, for, for those trapped in the, the, the country, we pray your protection and your a, a, a way of making a way of escape for them, oh God. So we just bless you for this, in Jesus' name we pray. So guys, that's that's sharing my heart, we're, we're standing with you, standing with you, believing God for, for your deliverance, for the victory for you. God bless you all.